to love inspired breakfast show by Pramira. yeah it's another wednesday another wednesday yeah, i know i love to say wednesday it's another wednesday and um, relationship meets wrong care and wrong care meets relationship yeah today we're gonna be talking about a very controversial topic here yeah, a very controversial topic and um some people have it in their heads some in their mind some can air it out because they just you know they, they, they tend to say if I ask this question, what will people say? What will people do? Okay, so today I want to talk about this controversial topic, sexual compatibility. Yeah, sexual compatibility. So, yeah. The main question now is, how do I know if this person is compatible sexually with me? If I have not tested, if I have not done anything with him or her, how do I know? That's that's some kind of question we ask ourselves. How am I supposed to know if my wife, if my husband will be sexually compatible? Do I need to try out things? Do I need to experience? Yeah, people will tell you to experience. People will tell you to try it out. And that is just not the answer. That is not the answer. I strongly disagree with people trying to check if they are sexually compatible before a relationship because when you have tested so many people, it becomes difficult for you to be satisfied. Yeah, it becomes difficult for you to be satisfied. So I go to Mr. A's house and he gives me Gary with sugar. I enjoy it. It's sweet, yeah? I go to Mr. B's house. He gives me Gary sugar and granite. It's sweeter. And what Mr. A gave, fine. Then I go to C's house and he gives me sugar, um, Gary with a very cold water and milk. This is me just trying to paint a, a, a clear scenario, and I enjoy more than what I enjoyed from B or D or A. Then I'm settling with Mr. D, and what Mr. D has to offer me is just Gary and cold water, you know? Yeah. I guess. So he's offering me Gary and Cold Water and it's it's not as sweet as what A, B or even C gave to me. And then I begin to compare somewhere in my head. And then I'm not satisfied. I would definitely want to go back to what A, B and C because it's going to be difficult to get a clear distinction between these things. It's going to be very difficult to get it. So 
that is my own primary problem with checking sexual um, compatibility before marriage. My second primary, pro- my, my second problem, second problem I have with it is God frowns against it. Yeah, God frowns against it. You cannot keep testing the waters. You cannot keep trying to check if you are sexually compatible with everybody that comes your way. It just dishonors the body, which is the temple of God. So, contrary to what our movies, Hollywood, um, Nollywood, whatever would would suggest, great sex is good. It's a God honoring thing, but that's when it's done in marriage, because we sex was created for man, but man was not just created for sex. We have so many reasons why we're created. Sex is just one of the many reasons. So we're not created because of sex. Sex was created for us. So God has given us the sex as a gift to be enjoyed in our marriages, and it just it just supposed to be enjoyed by a husband and wife and they should show their love their care they should serve each other they should honor and enjoy each other in marriage so sexual compatibility compatibility um, compatibility sorry yeah i'm a bit fast so sexual compatibility between a married couple can it doesn't come from how good the sex is or how frequent but it comes from intimacy it comes from the love we share, the trust, the security, the respect. All of these things join together. That is how you can check if you are sexually compatible, not the sex in itself. So a lifelong commitment is something our culture struggles to understand and uphold. Because if soulmates are tried sexually, then the intention for marriage is it has it has gotten ripped from its original context. I'm sure we understand because in God's first creation, when He created Adam, I think somewhere in Genesis chapter two, verse eighteen, He said that it is not good for a man to be alone. So He gave him a wife. Now God just created Eve. He didn't create Erica, Emanuela, Eliza, Elizabeth. No, He didn't do that. He just created Eve. I hope we get my point. He just created Eve. In order to discover that, he he didn't give him that reality show where he will meet all of these people before he now discovered that, yeah, Eve is the one for me. He just gave Adam one woman, a woman in which Adam never had sex before. Why would God do all of these things? Why would he do it that way? Because in his perfect wisdom, he did not design the purpose of marriage to be about the great sex with the perfect person. But it's about a lifetime of serving and staying with inevitably imperfect persons you are about to love. I stand to be corrected because, um, yeah, I don't have those of the, I've not been married before, but I don't think it's the the house is upholded by how good the sex is. I know it's a contributory factor, but I don't think that is the major reason, and that is why we shouldn't keep testing up, testing down, testing to see. That's just a dishonoring. That's us dishonoring our body. So God. Honoring sex lives, I, I, me, I've learned over time that that's the true sexual compatibility. If you honor your body, if you keep yourself, so that when two people commit themselves to God, keep themselves for each other, it will not even afford anybody the opportunity to start comparing. So I say, ah, when it was A, he gave me with sugar, when it was B, he gave me 
if, if we do a statistics and go to ask people who have tried to, to check if they are sexually compatible with many partners before choosing one, we would know that they have so many disadvantages to this. So we should all desire a healthy and vibrant sex life. We should not think that the sexual compatibility is what we need. The bottom line is sexual compatibility, it just comes to shared understanding, needs, and the wants. If if um, you you and your partner have it first, second, third, and you did not enjoy, both enjoy it, it's something that can be improved through open communication and compromise. But it, it's, it's not just cool to ask, ah, this person is not sexually um, compatible with me, or let me just leave him. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work because God is the inventor of sex. I mean, He sat down and designed sex, so it's it's not um, as dirty as many people think it is. But it is just good, you know, to have it at the right time and with the right person. It's just good that we shouldn't, um, because God created it. We should jump from one person to another. That is not what I am saying. What I'm saying is, the truth is, what a lot of people term as sexual compatibility is just, it's just like having a multiple sexual experience or maybe pornography. But that is not what it is. That is not what it is. It just, it just means when we hold, you hold your partner to that level of expectation, and you know when when we have all of this. Um, Sorry, when we have all of this, um, what is it called now? These experiences, we tend to hold our partners to a level of expectation that they don't meet up. And when they do not meet up, it becomes a problem. And on the other hand, if we stick to the way God wants us to do things the right way, honestly, problems like this would not, it will not spring up. So when you're married and your husband is a virgin and even you're a virgin and you don't know any sexual tester and no, no, nothing is, you don't know anything, you start learning, you start growing in what you guys want, you start um, understanding what you want for each other. So there is no experience you are bringing into it. It just helps that way. So yeah, I know it's a very controversial topic. I know we want to ask questions. I know I might have touched one or two main points that are like, mm, are you sure that what you're saying is, mm, are you sure it's correct? Are you sure? I know we have questions on it. I too, I used to have questions on it, but then I came to discover that biblically, it isn't good. Christian, like um, a Christian should not live that kind of life. An intending Christian couple too should not live. They're intending to get married and you want to check if you are sexually compatible. I've tried everything. Let, let's just see. Maybe this guy is good down there. If we are okay down there, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's just cool to you can yeah you, you can discuss you can discuss your sexual fears during courtship. Like I learned, everything should be discussed during courtship. You can discuss your whatever you want to discuss in an open place where it won't spring up emotions, where it would not, you know, it would not, um, it would not cause you to sin. Where it will not cause you to sin. You can also 
um, ask the questions that you feel that are lingering in your head with your partner. Your partner. So people would say, oh, so I better go, let me try. Or oh, if I now marry, how would I now satisfy myself in a sexless relationship? For us that um, are listening and we are married and the relationship is looking like it's not working, how do you satisfy yourself in a sexless marriage? So number one, remember you are not alone. I like to preach communication so much. I like to preach communication because that's the only way you know what your partner is thinking. That's the only way you can search deep into the mind and the hearts of others. So the way you can know what your partner is thinking or what he's um what he wants or what she wants is to ask questions ask questions keep your communication clear keep it clean keep it clean keep it clear make sure that i'm not keeping anything i'm not hiding anything just make sure that everything you're doing is open it's open also, don't just think about sex as an intercourse. No, it's not just... It, sex is not just an intercourse. It's not just like... Uh, it's a must. It's something I do. To satisfy. There are so many things you need to do. So many things you need to do. Identify the problem. That, now, I'm talking about those that are in the marriage. Oh. Identify your problem. Know if it's stress, if you are, if it's due to low libido, if it's due, due to age, loss of interest, and all that sexual functioning relation um, related issues. So we shouldn't just, you know, just um, say, ah, my, my relationship is sexless. And trust me, the people that would have issues more, I stand to be corrected are people that have had experiences before and cannot shut their heads to those experiences they've had. They can't shut their heads to it. So they've had it with Ada and um, Ibuku is not giving them what Ada gave to them. It becomes, you know, so somewhere in their head, they might even be having sex with Ibuku and then they see her Ada. You know, all of those things are because we have had... Um, one or two experiences before. So, um, for many of us that have made the mistakes of having experiences before and we're like, mm, okay, she's preaching sexual compatibility now. But I've already checked one or two places. I think all we need to do is create a clear distinction. Yeah, create a clear distinction and um, just say to yourself, yeah, I know I've done this before, but now I am... The Bible says... Um, if you're in Christ, you're, you're a new creature. All things have passed away. He said, all things now are new, yeah? So you are clearly out of where you used to be and you're into a new life. So you're shutting yourself from the past, even if it reappears. You're trusting Christ. You're trusting God to help you manage it, yeah? Because there is nothing, there is nothing God cannot help clear. There's nothing he cannot do. As long as he's in your boat, he would do it. So he would help you clear your past, even in your head. He would help you adjust. And for us who are, for, for us also who 
um, we are thinking our sexual compact. We are not testing. I hope we don't marry somebody who somebody who now gives us a sexual related issue at the end. No, trust God. If we do it the God way, He's going to give us the best. If you do it your own way, you might get the worst. So let's always trust God to give us the best. And this brings me to the end of sexual compatibility. Yeah, I hope I made sense though. I hope I communicated properly to our minds, our hearts, and our souls. And I hope that this would um, open our minds. I hope it would enlighten us to understand what um, sexual compatibility means. Yeah, so if you have any questions, you can always um, ask. Yeah, if you have any um, concerns, you can always ask. If you also have any um, contribution to, to this, you can always reach out to Ronke. Yeah, this is another episode of Relationship Meet Ronke. Till we meet again next time, have a wonderful week. Twice. This love you give me so, and I don't really quit.